following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this This is Common Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Following podcast is brought to you by The Beard Struggle. The Beard Struggle makes quality beard and grooming products for the modern man who likes to look good while raiding the countryside. Visit their website, thebeardstruggle.com, to scope out their awesome product line and use promo code JAWS20 at checkout to get 20% off your order. The Beard Struggle, because everyone looks better with a beard. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I am the Nightmare, joined as always by Rotten Jack in the house. What's up, Rotten Jack? Hey, buddy. How we doing? Oh, we're we're cooking, man. You're going to a concert, huh? I am. Where are you going? Oh, we're going to see Ice Night Kills tonight, baby. Oh, boy. I don't know what any of that means, but it sounds like you're excited about it. Oh, I'm super fucking <laughs> excited. You know how into horror I am. Yeah, and we when we were driving to the cidery the other day, uh, you had some of it on, and it's definitely your your cup of tea. Yeah. They, I mean, their last two albums, every song is like based on a classic like slasher horror film. Right. Like that's right up my fucking alley. It sure is. So, um we're not here to talk about that. We are here to talk. This is kind of a fun one. You yeah. you came up with this on a whim t- toward me the other day and yeah. I like it. So go ahead, explain it. Uh historical time periods that you would love to be able to go back and live in or at at the very least live in for a while to experience okay so i have questions yes are we is this like video game rules where like i go back but if i are we like are we doing like assassin's creed where like i can go back and like live in someone else but like if i die i just come back to me and reset or am I physically going back and whatever happens, happens, I don't get to come back? Yes, that. Okay. Because first off, that may change your, your thought on where you want to go. Doesn't change mine at all. Well, I'm just saying, you know, in general, for people playing the home game, if they, you know, some of what we talk about may in, induce discussion. Yes. It may induce conversation at the household. So if, like, people want to know the rules. Like, if that's, listen, that's, I that's would... That's a valid point. I would go back to... You know, very specific things. If I could just die and get, you know, sent back to modern times and be like, well, I can't go back there anymore, but I can go out there other places now and have fun. But if I'm going there and if I die, I die. Oh, buddy, that's a little different. All right. So let's let's play it as if you die, you just can't go back there again. Okay. So, you know, no redos on the era. But you don't die in modern time. like So you get to like yeah. sit in the animus kind of thing. Yeah, and sure. And if you die, you come out of it, but you can't like go back to yes. that time period. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it's your topic, so I'm going to let you lead off. I think my lead off is probably going to be like number one for both of us. I know what you're going to say, and I intentionally don't have this as my number one because I knew you were going to do it. Right. So go ahead. Uh, I want to go back to like the late 800s uh, when the Vikings were invading... Uh, what is now England so or the you, UK, and I want to be a part of a Viking clan. All right, and I and I do appreciate that, and I I agree with you. That would be awesome. Um, and this is exactly why the conversation of if you die, do you die for real? Because a lot of people died. Yeah, a lot of people. Uh, I mean, even 
So, and this comes from, you know, just the understanding of uh, the Norse way and so on and so forth. Some of their, like, soldiers, known as berserkers, uh, there's another faction of them. Berserkers loved, like were more like bears. Yeah. And the others were more like wolves. Not more like, but, like, they... Like those an- those two animals resonated with them, sure. And berserkers were bears, whatever. They were they were all hopped up on like magic shrooms and different potions and stuff, yeah. And went f- fucking balls out and like they were known to like be chewing on their shields and like ripping wood off their shields and like splintering in their mouths and bleeding all over the place before they went to battle, yeah. And like that it would be nothing for these guys to go through and like get wounded and keep going, get a limb chopped off and keep going and like. If they didn't die after the fact, which somehow a lot of them didn't, they like it would be nothing for these guys to go on this ber- like berserker rage through a battle and then sleep for four days, yeah, to like to, like wake up and recover. And they were just their own sect. Like that's what I would want to do. I want to be just out of my gourd, bloodlusting as a Viking, and then take a five day nap before I get to do it again. <laughs> I would just like to do it just to actually learn firsthand like the Norse culture right and 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 that stuff and like who doesn't want to be poor doesn't want to be like part of a fucking raiding horde so oh excuse me oh why I'm so tired right now but uh the other part of that is there's a lot of common misconceptions about the like like helmets with horns not a thing not a thing uh a lot of weren't called Vikings they never referred to themselves as Vikings they were Norsemen well, and so or the Danes, Vi- depending on where they were from. Being a Viking was a job. Yes, Viking was like the term used. It's like being a lumberjack. Like right, you were a Viking, but you Viking has kind of just become the overall term used to describe well, anyone from like that Norse. It, it's realm. It's just the accepted term that normal people use. Yeah. Like, and even I refer to things as, like, you know, doing Viking shit or whatever. Right, exactly. Just because, like, it's easier than explaining being a Norse pagan or anything along those lines. Right. I just, I, I just go with it because it's easier for other people to get. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I do too. Yeah. So that's uh, that's definitely, that, that would definitely be a fun one. Um, you know, and the interesting part is, like, if those times weren't known for being fun. No. Like, um, and being... Like being a Norseman, whether you were a Viking or a farmer or whatever, um, you know, they times were tough. You know, they they lived in unfertile lands. And part of the reason they raided was to either steal from other people who had what they didn't. Or if you follow this, like the actual story of Ragnar Lothbok was to actually get to more fertile lands to be able to prosper as a culture. Yep. Um, That would be fun. That would be fun. It really would. My first go-to, and this comes more from my general upbringing, general upbringing, uh, than anything else. I want to go back to the late 1800s and be part of the Old West. See, that's like number two on my list. Uh huh. Uh, I figured it would be. Yeah, definitely figured it would be. Um, and most of that is is really just based on the fact that I, I just the whole thing like doing everything by horseback like there are days i wake up and just look around and like man i should have just been a cowboy like right. should just learn to rope and ride and just been a cowboy and live that life or like i've i've actually debated at different times in my life when like i didn't know what to do or where i wanted to go in in the world where i was like i should just move out west and be a farmhand like right. just be a farmhand somewhere 
out in the wild, out wild, out west and just live that way. Up at the ass crack of dawn, dinner in bed by six, yeah. party on weekends. Yeah. Like, like I've I've considered it. I've I've truly, truly considered it. Like to be a part of like the late eighteen hundreds and like a part of like that big push west when like like Fort Worth, Texas and Dallas was about as far west as anybody ever was. Yeah, and it's you... still pushing further west, like the Oregon Trail and stuff yep. like that. Like being a part of that. Uh, what was that other TV show? Um, Deadwood? I think so. I think um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, I mean, so that's eight, a great show. 1883, kind of like, like they start at Fort Worth or, you know, around yeah. Dallas or whatever, and they're going up the trail, and they, like, they talk about, like, the dangers of once they cross into Native American lands yeah. and, like, the different tribes that you would come across. And, spoiler alert, uh, you find out the hard way in the show how like what one of the tribes does so any like when you get hit with an arrow any shot's a kill shot yeah because of what they do to the arrow prior yeah. to oh, prior, yeah. prior to quivering it like it's it's really cool wouldn't like and this is again this is why the question was asked if you die in this time travel do you die for real or are we just going in the animus and going back in timesies for funsies right um and i think it also changes the way you act so I think it would be different if, like, so, like, so, say you get shot, right? So, all right, so say you get run through with a, with a sword as a Viking, you wake up and you feel the pain of being run through. Like, you're you're not bleeding, you're not cut, but like, there's something on you that like make like makes it so you're not just running around all willy nilly doing crazy stupid bullshit. Sure, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Like, you get hit with an arrow, you get shot or something. Like, you wake up and like, okay, so you got shot, but it wasn't a fatal shot. So. You survived a week and a half before you actually died. So you wake up and for a week and a half, like your arm is just killing you type thing. Um, That would be cool. That would be a cool concept, cool theory, cool idea for what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. The Wild West would be fucking awesome, though. Yeah. I mean, I think about it. This I I say I, 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 I regularly believe that I was not meant for this generation. I feel the same way. Like, I was meant for a generation that, at minimum, when somebody wronged you, when somebody spoke ill, when somebody stepped out of line in a certain way, that you could just head out back, toss some hands, make a mess, and then be done. Yep. Nowadays, you even talk about, like, I sh- I'm going to punch you in the mouth. Arrested for harassment. Yep. Like, that's brutal. Um, and, I mean, back then... You looked at my wife funny. Click, click, boom. Yeah. What? Oh, <laughs> uh, what a what a time to be alive that must have been. Like, because because people uh, people just did whatever. Yeah. And like, but you ran the risk of if you piss off the wrong person while doing whatever, you you gonna get shot. Right. I mean, you did have the lawmen like Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday and stuff like that. Um. And then, like, a little bit later on, you had, like, the Pinkerton Detective Agency, which was kind of, like, the first iteration of what would eventually become, like, the FBI. Right. Um, but there really wasn't that much law around. Well, like, law, the law was you took the law into your own hands and did what you had to do. Well, and early lawmen were just dudes who named themselves the law. Right. Like, yeah. how how did you become sheriff? I did 
just became sheriff. Like you, you I, ba- kill, I kept killing people. I, I basically stood up to me until people right. were just like, "Yep, uh, he's he's fucking in charge." Yeah, that's pretty much how it worked. Like I, I'm literally just going to assume the role. And when did you lose the role? When someone done shot you? Right. And one of two things happened: either the dude who shot you took your badge, or the dude who shot you was a known outlaw, and it either turned the town to chaos or like. You know, one of his deputies would then take up the mantle. Right. But who was the sheriff? Usually one of the baddest motherfuckers in town. Right. What a time to be alive. Yeehaw. Yee fucking ha. Yee. What's your next one? Um, I would love to be able to go back to, like, um, biblical times. Okay. Uh, not that we're going to get too religious with this, um, but I would love to be able to go back to, um, like, the time of, like... Um, Christ and stuff like that, just to see what was so year zero, huh? Basically, <laughs> yeah. Um, just to just to see like what like all that was about, like you know, you know, follow like literally follow Jesus through his life. I think the interesting side of that would be to find out the truth behind the Bible. Yeah, exactly. That's that's why I want to go back to that time. Like, like I have a weird theory. And this is not meant to be controversial in any way, but like, I have a weird theory that the Bible was written by like four buddies that were like, "This is gonna be a cool story," right? But like, but like it, it was like Harry Potter, but back then, like, imagine somebody writes Harry Potter, and then in a hundred years, it's discovered like there, there's a there's a huge like. Let's just say apocalyptic. Let's just say for shits and gigsies, all electronic and communication goes down, just gone. Right? Huge EMP wipes out the internet. You can no longer common debaucherize with us because the internet doesn't exist. What a shame! It would be a shame. But uh, all of a sudden, somebody like finds an old, like the rubble of an old library, and finds the Harry Potter books, and now all of a sudden, like. This work of fiction that has a huge rabid following that a hundred years from now would be like vague memories of the most of the eldest of of people telling these stories, like telling kids about Harry Potter and Hagrid and Dumbledore and all these people. Right. And like then you find the book. You're like, oh, my God, it's real. Yeah, that's how I feel like the Bible might be. I could be wrong. I could be way off base. I We could get canceled for this. I, listen, we're probably not getting canceled for that. But I, I brought that up when I was in. I went to Catholic school through fifth grade. I brought that up. I'm like, how do we know that these stories weren't just written by four dudes who were like, yeah, this would be a cool story. They you, probably didn't like that, did oh, they? Oh, they did not take that well. No, no, they did not. No. And like, I, I've said it before, like the whole, like the story about fishes and loaves. Yeah. Like, oh, you had every week you have the the story of like what was like two fish and five loaves of bread or two loaves of bread and five fish. And all of a sudden, like people like this huge congregation come to hear, you know, Jesus talk on Mount High or whatever. And like people came up and they just, they just kept being fish and bread, fish and bread, fish and bread, and everyone was hungry and they had some to take home. Right. And it was a miracle. And I'm like, maybe they looked at each other and were like, hey, man, we didn't get enough food. Why don't you run to the market real quick while I'm telling the story? Yeah. Like, 
we, we've all thrown parties that we underplanned for. Right. Like, hey, man, someone's got to go on a beer run. It was fish and bread back then. B-E-W-R-U-N, beer run. Like, B-E-W-R-U-N, beer run. Right. It was a fishes and loaves run. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just I think it would be interesting to go back to be able to, like, follow that because there really wasn't a lot. I mean, there was violence in that time. But that'd probably be one of the the more safe bet times to be able to go back to and survive throughout the entire thing, like to actually like follow like the words of the Bible from at least the New Testament, uh, you know, the followings of Jesus and stuff like that. It would just be very interesting to be able to do that with like a checklist. Be like, all right. So he's supposed to do the the fishes and the loaves thing. All right, we got to make sure we're there when that happens. All right, right, what happened? Nope. Okay. Okay. Either that's true or nope. That's bullshit. Right. All right what else happened? Oh, he cured this man of blindness. Okay. Well, uh, was was he actually blind? Like, did the dude he cured of leprosy actually have leprosy? Like, right. did the dude he raised from the dead was he really actually dead? Like, I mean, medical science was not really a thing back then. No. So like. I feel like there's a lot of wiggle room for stories being misconstrued or, you know, and and again, we're not trying to discredit anything here. We're not trying to, because I mean, you could, you could make the same argument about any formulated religion. We uh, like, you know, I've I've already made mention of being uh, deemed or of being a Norse pagan whole nine yards. You can debunk pretty much any story you want if you look hard enough, or you can at least create reasonable doubt, we'll say. Yeah. But. I mean, it would just be cool to see what actually happened, happened to inspire the stories right. that were transcribed into the Bible. The other problem is that the Bible was actually written several hundred years after right. these events took place. So, like, that's a 300-year game of fucking telephone right there. No kidding. That's what I mean. Like, you're, te- I mean, you're telling me it's not possible that the fishes and loaves story... Might have got a little out of hand. Like... Yeah, dude, like, he, I mean, like a small group of us were going to go and like, we only had like two loaves of bread and five fish to split between like the seven of us. And then like people just kept showing up. And was it 3000 people? No, it was probably 50. So what did they do? They ran to the market and they got 15 loaves of bread and right. 12 more fish. Like, right. But like you could say the same thing about because I'm also Norse pagan, the Norse pagan religion and everything like that. All of that was pretty much an oral history that wasn't written down and transcribed because they really didn't have a written language. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, you know, so again, like a lot of, a lot of history is several hundred years of playing fucking telephone. Right. Before shit got written down. Yeah. So shit might've got a little out of hand in 300 years in uh-huh. these stories. Just, just a bit, just you a know, bit. all of a sudden five people turns into 3000. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying it didn't happen, but I'm not saying it did happen. Right. we'll never physically know. Right. And the whole point of this conversation is I would like to go back to find out. Right. Exactly. I gots to know. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that like, that would be cool. That would be fun. Um, I feel like feudal Japan, like the age of the samurai. Like when that, like, that would not, be cool. Not the age when the samurai were like being run out. And ever like the actual like when the samurai were like were the dudes. Yeah. And now here's the cool thing about this. I don't know. Okay, I don't know if it's cool, but we all know what samurai swords are. 
what they look like. There's the long sword, the short sword, and then the, the, the small dagger that was usually kept in their cloak under their armor. Um, that and, they usually only use to kill themselves. Correct. Um, they What a fucking way to go, too, well, when here, they had to do it. So that, that's what fascinates me about the culture, right? I mean, we talk about culture and sports. We talk. I mean, this was a culture that if you did anything dishonorable... You gutted yourself from fucking nutsack to tit. So it wasn't actually nutsack to tip. It was you went under, you went with your right hand, or with your dominant hand, you went across your body, into the ribs, down, turn, and across your stomach. Oh, okay. So you went you went in, I... north, you went in south, and then east to west. And oh, as shit. you did it, your be- usually your best friend or closest family member chopped your head off. Yeah. With your sword. And oh, then, okay. And then the sword was stuck in the ground next to your decapitated, gutted body and left. Because hmm. usually swords were passed down as family lineage. Yeah. Because those swords, like the, the way a, a true samurai sword is made is it's folded, is it, the metal is folded on itself like over a thousand times. times. Like these like things. They are, don't make shit like that no more. No. And like when, when you show, when you see a show or something or some type of entertainment thing where a samurai sword breaks the reason that that's such a trope is because it never happened so to show the power of something else a breaking samurai sword is like it would be like watching somebody legitimately bend or break an olympic weightlifting bar yeah you'd be like oh damn right so and so that's the point so i like just just to sit back and see like how they live because like when you get one side of that story, they were very noble, very right. honorable, very honest. Because if you weren't, you went all Harry Carey on yourself, the whole Bushido thing. Mm-hmm. And the other side of that story, and I'm a firm and honest, honest believer that between two stories is the truth. There's your truth, there's my truth, and then there's what, what actually happened. Yeah. You hear people talk about there being accounts of the samurai being corrupt and being basically elitist classist you know that they were it was basically nobles samurai and the nobles had the samurai shit on everybody else so now we all know the ninja turtles right we've all we've all been there we've seen you know um heroes in a half shell turtle power so the, the there were there were whether or not you believe Ninja and Samurai actually ever actually ever did fought. There's rumor that they did. There's rumor that they didn't. There's the 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 mental image that we have of a traditional samurai in the armor versus a ninja in the pajamas or whatever. You know. I'll tell you what. For like out of like all armor throughout all of history, the samurai is probably one of the best looking fucking like full armor sets ever like it is just intimidating as hell yeah it's scary like i don't i can't think of anything that is more like intimidating like even like as cool as the vikings looked in all their battle get up with their war paint and shields and axes and stuff like that it it's pale in comparison to the armor yeah that samurais wore that had like their helmet had a like they wore a demon a, face, like a faceplate of a demon. It was crazy. Uh, and according to the interwebs here, uh, 
they actually collaborated together, ninjas and samurai. Oh, okay. So local farmers, local people, not you know, your average Joe, people like me and you in current times, would had, like they had to find a way to defend themselves against the samurai. Mm-hmm. Well, so they took some of the things because ninjas, even though the even though ninja and samurai usually collaborated if they worked or near each other, they did battle from time to time. So there were certain things that the two of them had or did to kind of counteract the strength of the other. Mm. So uh, ninja actually had their these things that would tie around their hands that not only helped them like climb stuff. But they also actually helped them be able to catch a, sw- a swinging down samurai sword mm. that they were just basically these two hooks that kind of like stuck out of your palm. Sure. So like a hand-to-hand combat, you could actually hook stab somebody. You could stop a blade. They had their own swords. Uh, these were all things that if a normal person came upon a slain ninja, like samurai didn't plunder Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. And so, like, other people did. They would have those things. Uh, you've heard of size. Yep. Those were actually farming tools yeah. to move hay that were then realized they were effective weapons against samurai. Uh, same thing with nunchucks, bow staff. A lot of your traditional Japanese martial arts weapons, uh, tanfa, tech, uh, the, they're nightsticks, as you would think of the traditional, yeah, yeah. like, three-pronged nightstick that yeah. your big boss man carried around. Yeah. Those were in a, a way to combat samurai watching this like this as a whole just the entirety of this would be so fascinating so so cool yeah you know because and not to get political but like people talk when you talk about like the second amendment and you're like oh the rich bear arms created a militia blah blah whole nine yards people are like yeah okay because you know if you want to defend yourself against a tyrannical government like they have nukes and tanks your ar doesn't matter well they had samurai swords. Your pitchfork doesn't matter, but it did. Right. So, and that's all. That, that's where we're going to leave that one. We're not going to touch that any further. However, it would be cool to see nonetheless. How cool would it be to like be able to go back and like train and oh like my God. just learn these skills of like the samurai? Or, I mean, quite honestly, that's what I'm hoping they do with the next uh, Assassin's Creed game is do like a feudal Japan like samurai um samurai one yeah that'd be cool i mean they've pretty much done everything else right <sighs> yeah feudal japan is one of the few that they haven't done that would be super cool um going on for me um i would love to go to um like england in like the late 1800s early 1900s stuff like that and see like the industrial revolution yeah stuff like that uh and especially for me uh late late 1800s uh be there right around the time of jack the ripper of course uh, for my namesake here um and just be in that area around that time and be like all right he's supposed to gut someone over here on this night like i'm going to go mosey my way over there and see what i can see right yeah that'd be cool like and just seeing how the world changed yeah we're we're like a lot of what we're talking about here are like transitional periods in in history that that is actually a the world is and has changed yeah you know the like the like the viking era 
the world was kind of in flux because like around that time, you know, the old West, the, 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 the country was expanding at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the time of the samurai there, it was pretty steady around that time. You know, like that's the, probably the most stable time unless we're talking about towards the, the end. Right. When, you know, when, when the time of the samurai was coming to an end and they were, they were, you know, they still pledged their sword to the, um, like to the, to the emperor or the king, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. but the 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 empire didn't recognize them. Yeah, like because they had been replaced. Yeah, that would be really cool just to see the like just changing of the world. Yeah, like the, I mean the hustle and bustle of it all. Yeah, like the like the invention of like like the steam engines and stuff like that, and like all the machinery and just you know see like these historical time periods as they're happening. Right. Yeah, like holy shit! Like I would love to be walking around London late eighteen hundreds, like as it's, you know, becoming what we know it is today. What about fourteenth century London, the time of knights, King Arthur yeah. and the Round Table? Yeah, that would be cool to see. Just to see like how much truth there is to any of right. There's a lot the King of, Arthur stuff. A lot of history and mystery around that. There really is. Yeah. I uh, I mean, that would also be kind of fucked up because you're walking around as, you know, being a knight in shining armor or a princess or whatever. Um, you might you might get the plague. So that, yeah. would, that would suck. Right. Like, <laughs> imagine. So our rule, like, however you die, you experience the equivalent thereof in pain. So now you have to go through black death in, in, in common in normal times. Dude, what's wrong with you? Bad hangover. What? Died of black death in the 14th century. Right. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll be fine in a couple days. Yeah. Just roll me out in the street. Yeah. Bring out your dead. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. Well, you will be soon. Um, I'd also like to go to, um, and not even that, that long ago, but, um, like definitely like World War Two era. Oh yeah, um, I would love to be able to be in like an airborne unit. I mean, I'm a military guy. Yes, I would love to be able to get into one of those airborne units and jump in on fucking D Day. <laughs> yeah, I, that would be cool for me because my grandfather was there. Like he was, I don't know if he was actually. On the beaches of Normandy on D-Day, but he was overseas fighting World War II. I have pictures of him sitting in a big anti-aircraft gun yeah. thing, turret. Like, my, my grandfather was a bad motherfucker. <laughs> was a bad Marine right there, I'll tell you what, boy. I, I, just... that, that man, in his late 70s, and me as I am today, wouldn't fight him. He'd kick my ass. <laughs> this dude was a gold glove championship, like a gold glove champion boxer. To the time he died, his his grip, like this man suffered strokes and was very ill at the end. And to the to, to the day he died, you'd shake his hand and it fucking hurt. He was That's just an right animal. There. This, That's a this fucking dude man was right a, there. Oh, he was a beast. But God. like, I just I love I love like the World War Two era and just like the history behind how everything was going down and. Like Band of Brothers and The Pacific are two of my absolute favorite fucking shows that have ever been made. Right. 
um, and to go back to be able to potentially like experience that firsthand, right? Because the best, I mean, you probably got some stories from your grandfather, like through pictures and oh, yeah. maybe some stories and stuff. The best that I get, like I l- absolutely love when I get um, elderly clients that are of age right. that they were alive during that time or sure. at least kids during that time yeah, where they have memory of it where they have memory of it um one of my one of my absolute favorite clients um a little bit younger than to be able to fight in world war ii he was in in the 50s and his job when they got sent over there uh, they were uh barracked up at Tempelhof airport in Germany and they were part of a garrison that was in charge of guarding the Nazis that were on trial uh, for the Nuremberg trials. Oh damn. And the stories that he's told me from his time right. just just there like the war was done. Right. But right around that time is when like the East versus West Germany shit started happening. Yeah. Um the stuff that he told me that was going on at that time there like it's fascinating that no one really talks about like that era in the fifties. Sure. Um, um, but yeah, I would, I would, I would give my left leg to jump in D day. I would want to go back to ancient Greece and then just fast forward pit stop in ancient Rome. Yeah. Like that'd be fun. Like to see the Greeks and how can we make a pit stop in Sparta? I mean, that's kind of what. Where else are you going? Were you going to start in the Peloponnesian War? Uh, I'm. I want to watch the entire Battle of Thermopylae. Yes. Like, I want to see the real version of 300. Yeah. Because I know it was over exaggerated for the movie. Yeah. I know there were more than 300 Spartans. Yeah. Um, I know there weren't millions of. Well, Persians. no, I think there was only 300 Spartans, but it wasn't only 300 Spartans. There was like a shit ton of other fighters from all over with them but like in the movie they conveniently forget that part well they they, focus on the spartans they didn't conveniently forget that part like there were there was a horde of athenians that came with them and you know the whole like you know you there what's your profession i'm a potter how about you i'm a poet how about you yeah blacksmith spartans what is your profession oh 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 looks like i brought more soldiers than you did like yeah so, I mean, like, I... But to see how I, it actually happened and went I, down... I, I do believe, historically speaking, there were more than 300 Spartans, and and they had some help. So it, it wasn't 300 against millions. It was yeah. close to 1,000, with a little over half or more being Spartans. Yeah. And then, like, a, you a know, couple a, thousand... Like, probably three to 4,000 Persians. Yeah. Like, and, it, like... They did this whole thing where, like, the Persian Empire was this huge, like, like sweeping, like, conquering empire. Like, the Athenians turned them away once, and, like, yeah. they damn near lost to a small horde of a, not an official army of Spartans. And Real, realistically, the only reason the Persians won was because they found or were tipped off to that. Yes, which is a true story. That pass that allowed them to sneak around and flank them. Like, yes. if they had to take them on head-on, the Persians would have gotten their shit clapped. Yes. But the fact that they came at them from all sides... 
Yeah, and it, I mean, it was—it literally was exactly that. Like, it, I, I learned about this in a college history class where, like, they talked about King Leonidas having crazy eyes, where, like, part of the reason, like, like this dude had the ability to just look at someone, and they were like, oh, my God, he's going to kill me. I have, it's, it's just him. I have d- ten friends with me, and we're going to die because he's nuts. Like, yeah. And that's it. That was probably one of the coolest explanations. And then he kind of like explained the Battle of Thermopylae and everything else. It was really kind of fascinating. But then like to fast forward into Rome and, and like and to see not just the battle side of it, but like the Greek gods and how like to be there for the transition of how the Greek gods became the Roman gods and how they got the yeah. new names and like how they were basically all the same fucking people with different. Right. Names. Yeah. Really just names. Right. Yeah. Like everything else was the same. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really cool. Um, and just as, I mean, Rome in its entirety was just really, really cool. Yeah. But, yeah. What else you got? Anything else? Um, we're, uh, we're running a little short on time here. You're packed for time, and I actually have to go through a go do a walkthrough for real estate stuff. Ooh. So, um, um, yeah, I mean, uh, even more recent, like, it's not even like a, like a historically significant time. I just think it would be fun to be able to go back. I would want to go back to, like, the 1950s, early 60s. Sure. Just, you know, you know, greasers and, uh, you know, hot rod racing and yeah. good 50s music and good 50s music, good 50s music, uh, you know, go to like the 70s, like attend Woodstock in 69. You, you would go to Woodstock. Um, <laughs> you absolutely would go to the original Woodstock. You, you know, you hipster like go. <laughs> Go see, see, Alley Cat would go to fucking Woodstock with me if we could go back in time. Um, even even still, just to go see classic rock bands in their heyday, I would right. love to be able like go see Zeppelin in their heyday. Go see the Who. Go see, you know, e- even earlier than that, like go see Sinatra, the Rat Pack, right? Uh, you know, Sammy Davis Jr. Go see all those amazing artists. In their heyday. That would be one of the biggest things that I would do if I could go back and experience. Yeah. I feel that way about the Roaring Twenties. The Roaring Twenties would be great. I would fucking... I First off, I am not a suit guy. but I, I would, would rock I would, the shit. I would rock the shit out of one of those big lapeled zoot suits from back then. Oh, hell yeah. And, and, I would start a zoot suit riot. Riot. <laughs> Throw back a bottle of beer. <laughs> Pop culture references all up in this bitch. My last one. And it, it, it's not, it shouldn't be weird that a lot of mine center around ancient polytheistic religions. I think they're fascinating. I do too. They're also not and have never been responsible for more deaths than anything else on the planet, like modern religions are. Like, th- listen, there was a lot of death back then, but that was just the nature of life. I, I don't think anybody ever, you know, tried to conquer Europe based on what, you know, the Ra, the god of the sun said. Could be wrong. Right. But if if I am, it's because our history books suck. But it would be really cool to go back to ancient Egypt. Yeah. Like, see, like. Which the, part of ancient Egypt, though? Because there's like. All technic- of it. Like, I would go, like, I want to see the entirety of the pyramids being built. 
Do you whole... understand the timeline oh, of ancient yes, Egypt? Oh, yes, I do. Like, Listen, the mind, the mind fuck itself is that Cleopatra lived closer to our existence than the creation and building of the pyramids. I'm aware. I know, I know, I know. You might be, but yeah. like our listeners, like that's a complete mind fuck when you think about it. Cleopatra lived closer to us. Like the pyramids were already ancient relics by the time Cleopatra was running Egypt. Yeah, they were built like three to five thousand years. There's some debate on the exact exact extent. date, sure. um, but like three to five thousand years, those existed before Cleopatra. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also think because so here's another interesting mind fuck that we'll uh, kind of wrap up on. Did you know that there was like, so we've talked about a lot of different points in history sure, and how close they are versus how, and how far they are at the same time. Yeah. Um, there's actually a point where, so like when you think of like, like ancient Japan with samurais. Yeah. Like, where does your brain go? Like what, like what time frame? Like probably somewhere like, the, the 12 to 1400, 1500. So there was a point where Abraham Lincoln was president, samurai still existed, and the telegraph was invented. So there is a point in, um, in, in world history where a samurai could have sent a telegraph to Abraham Lincoln. Jesus Christ. Like how, how, like how much of a mind boggle is that? Like to, to think that there's yeah. – like because you, you don't think that there – like no way – like Ab- like yes, our country is what two hundred plus years old right now. Yeah, like there's no way that a samurai could have sent a a telegraph. Yeah, history's fucking weird. Yeah, especially when you start digging into the nitty gritty of like when things were invented and what other things were going around at that time in other places. Like, it's fucking nuts. Yeah, it it's. F- it's wild. Like just to sit here and think like that, the, that that is a possible factually possible thing that could have happened. The other fun fact is that our hometown is the first place that ever had like a full electric city with lights. Oh, Buffalo. Interesting. Uh, the Pan American, uh, expo. Oh yeah. Was the first time an entire city was lit up with lights, like electric lights. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Super crazy stuff when you think about the timing of stuff. It's nuts. This, this is why history is has always and will always be my absolute favorite subject. Yeah, it, it's ever to you like read about, learn about, talk about. It, it doesn't matter. I want all of it. Yeah, it's wild. Oh, this was a this was a quick but a really fun episode. I yeah, really and I wish we could have dove in a little bit further into this, but I I like where we're at with it. Yeah. So. Uh, that being said, thanks for tuning in, guys. Comment about your part of the BACBP Radio Network, www.bacbp-radio.com. Uh, like, follow, share, subscribe on Facebook. I need to be better about posting our the, the other semifinals. I believe, um, I'm, I want to say YouTube actually t- knocked off Beliebers, but I could be wrong. I will have the actual answer for you guys next week, along with the winner of Disney Adults versus Patriots fans, because I got to make the graphic and post it as well. Because I've been really bad about that. I've been really busy, so I've kind of been kind of been slacking. Um, the lack of the polls on social media or on Facebook really pisses me off because yeah. that, that used to be the main way we did these things. But uh, there's not nearly as much re- interaction with the 
angry face for this or whatever. So right. uh, that being said, look for those things. Like, follow, share, subscribe on social media. Find us on Facebook. And uh, I guess with that, I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Ron Jack. And this is, is Common, Common Debauchery. Debauchery. This is Generic American Sports Podcast Center. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Generic American Sports Hosts podcast thing. Today in sporting news, some things happened that were some stuff and some other things. Some statistical values to back up those things are this. As you can see, the thing I just said statistically did happen yo wait a minute i feel like i could listen to this show anywhere and be just as bored why am i listening to this stuff you want a better sports experience from your podcast head over to hats tats and stats on the bicbp radio network not generic not boring and a little out there sometimes tune in to hats tats and stats on the bicbp radio network